All right, this is where the uh, spawn sketch is supposed to go. Do we have a spawn sketch? What do you mean we don't have a spawn sketch? Come on, there's, there's gotta be something to work with there. Maybe something with fish? Maybe, maybe frogs? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. We got nothing here? Oh, okay, well, uh, all right, we'll start the intro music. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Ruben Uncut. Today, I will be revisiting a classic bad comic book movie called Spawn. So let's do a quick rundown here. Who is Spawn and why is he matter as a comic book character? Why should you, the average Joe, give a shit? <clears throat> well, there are a few noteworthy things about the character of Spawn. Just to start off right off the bat. Spawn is easily the longest running and most well-known African-American superhero in the history of comic books, even if you may not be aware of that. Ruben, I'm pretty sure everyone knows more about Black Panther than Spawn. Most people I'd wager know about Black Panther thanks to, uh, you know, the MCU making him a bigger household name. But in terms of actual comic books, sold uh it's definitely goes to spawn now the other noteworthy things about spawn is that spawn was a superhero who came out of the extreme 90s craze which was essentially started <clears throat> when a bunch of comic book artists from marvel decided that they were being mistreated and under under uh, compensated for how much they were bringing to the table one of the poster boys for this movement, Todd McFarlane, broke away to help form Image Comics. And he started it with his, with his book called Spawn. Now, there were a bunch of other artists who also did this, but Todd McFarlane is the one that's relevant for what I'm talking about now. Spawn falls into the category of supernatural superheroes. These are superheroes who get their abilities and powers from some type of divine or supernatural, possibly even, in this case, satanic sources. Spawn, both the comics and the movie, tell the story of a black ops soldier named Al Simmons, who is betrayed and dies and goes to hell. In hell, he is given the option to return to Earth as one of as one of the Spawn universe's versions of Satan, Malbosia, he's sent back to Earth as a Spawn. Now, the Spawn are supposed to be these soldiers of Hell that he hopes to one day lead his armies to heaven and conquer God. Of course, Spawn's not an all bad guy, and uh, he. Uh, decides he's going to go his own way instead of, you know, serve the armies of hell. And that's 
that's the general gist of the concept. Now, Spawn is technically one of those uh, types of superheroes where it's a mantle that is passed on to future people. And I believe for a period there was actually, they were replaced Al Simmons for a period with a, uh, with a white Spawn, I believe. Uh, but no, I haven't checked in on it, but knowing comic books, I wouldn't be surprised if they reverted back. Just because comic book fans really, really hate change. Now, <clears throat> this brings us to 1997's. Now, this brings us to 1997's action comic book movie, Spawn. Now, <clears throat> Spawn is no masterpiece. In fact, arguably, uh, my review could be narrowed down to just has aged poorly and is only recommended for diehard Spawn fans, really. The film does a decent job of adapting Spawn in terms of the material. However, <clears throat> uh, the movie has aged poorly, especially when you consider at the time of the film's release, the highlight of the movie was its CGI graphics. However, even the best parts of its CGI graphics now look pretty primitive by today's standards. Although, you may even find it hard to believe as you're watching the movie that Roger Ebert once raved about the visuals in this movie. Uh, because they do not look great. Nor does even the quality of video. If you told me this was shot on VHS, I'd almost believe you. It's clear they're not using their best celluloid here. Movie stars Michael J. White, as he takes on a Martin Sheen who is much younger looking than I am used to him looking. Like, he doesn't look like a kid or anything. He still looks like he's in his 30s. <laughs> But, like, I can't remember the last time I saw Martin Sheen when he looked like he was in his 30s. Just, just saying. Martin Sheen is the bad guy. Now, the scene stealer of the movie, of course, <clears throat> is John Leguizamo, who is easily, easily the person having the most fun in this movie. Although, Michael J. White does a good job as Spawn. Michael J. Michael J. White? Jai White? Michael J. It's spelled like Jai, but... Knowing, knowing how Western cultures operate, it's probably pronounced J. I don't know. Michael J. White does a great job as Spawn, and John Leguizamo is having a blast as the evil clown demon Violator. I forget if he has a different name when he's the clown or not. It's been a minute since I read any Spawn, uh, which... Spawn is actually a hilariously weird read because, like, it's so text-heavy. And you're like, this was created by, an, by a person who draws comics, and yet a major problem with the way it tells its stories is that sometimes there'll just be a whole, like, thing of text describing what's a thing that's happening. It's like, how is a comic book artist confused on how this is supposed to work in these books? Very weird very strange but uh where was i all oh, right yes john leguizamo steals every scene he's in as the violator 
he is having way too much fun like an insane amount of fun as the violator like and also he is physically unrecognizable in the movie he's got on a it's not an ordinary fat suit people uh they really made him look like he is in the comics uh which is not physically normal uh people aren't built that way in real life uh i i would not be surprised if john leguizamo hurt his back walking around like this making the movie but john leguizamo seems like he has fairly positive attitudes about the experience and i can't say i disagree he like i said he looks like he's having a blast and he is kind of the highlight of the movie don't get me wrong michael j white does a good job at spawn but john leguizamo can't help but steal every scene he's in because even when the movie looks ridiculous just john leguizamo kind of matching that energy and it kind of works critics at the time thought the movie was dark and humorless which is weird because literally john leguizamo does not stop cracking jokes for even a second of his screen time he's always got one more gross out one-liner or something and he just farts constantly like <clears throat> to say that the movie has no sense of humor is not accurate it may not be your sense of humor but the movie does have a sense of humor about it it's not taking itself 100 percent serious although by marvel standards it kind of is now the thing is is that ladies and gentlemen you have to understand even the worst comic book movie you have seen from the from the current crops of comic book movies is probably better than 90% of the comic book movies that came out in the 90s. Spawn movie is noteworthy for a number of reasons. One, uh, one, it's, uh, it is the first mainstream comic book superhero movie adaptation starring a black man. Now, to be fair, there were other black superheroes before this, but most of those were original for the movie they were in. Spawn was actually adapted from a comic book. So that's one thing. Wait, actually, did this beat Steel out? Was Steel first? Who came out first, Steel or Spawn? Because they came out the same year. And they, so 1997, by the way, kind of a... 1997 and 1998 is weirdly a high point for black superhero movies in terms of mainstream black superhero movies. When did Steel come out here? Okay, Steel came out August 15th. Let's see when Spawn came out. August 1st. Okay, it was Spawn. Wait, Spawn came out like two weeks before Steel? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. The two black superheroes just sort of overlap there. And when they came out, that's, that's interesting. They could potentially have been in the theaters at the same time. Uh, in which case, um, I would definitely say that spawn won that battle at the box office where it made break even money on its original 40 million dollar budget which means it made roughly 80 million dollars almost 90. steel however oh man steel wasn't even close to a profit and it was made for less than half the budget of spawn i could go into steel steel's an interesting movie it's bad, but in a strangely likable way. But if you tried to add up like every element of the movie, you would be like, oh, 
oh, this is really not good. Why is it so genuinely charming? And yet everything about it is bad. Bad acting, bad writing, bad special effects. Steel doesn't have all his powers. He can't fly for some godforsaken reason. Uh, the movie was made in was made for for sixteen million dollars was its budget, which even for for context, the first Batman movie made by Tim Burton was a thirty five million dollar budget, and it was made almost just under a decade before that. But I will say, Spawn is technically a better movie than Steel although Steel has significantly less CGI that it has aged poorly. Because that is really, that's the big thing about the Spawn movie. It's the CGI does not look good anymore. It has aged like absolute melted cheese in the hot sun. It's not good. Also, Spawn gets in its own way. There are several moments where it chooses to use the narration of medieval Spawn, another character in the movie. Uh, an old white guy who was previously Spawn, like in the times of Charlemagne, not the rapper. And a lot of his narrate, like a lot of his narration contains information that I felt like could have been given to us naturally through character dialogue. But especially the opening, the opening narration. Which I guess you got, if you're going to have narration at all, you got to have it at the opening so it doesn't take people by surprise when you pull it out midway through the movie. But, uh, like, the movie would be a lot better with, for the most part, the movie would be better without it. And it just seems like clunky writing. Like, someone was like, no, hold on. If the audience doesn't understand the concept of Spawn right from the first moment of the film, they won't like the movie. But let me tell you, as someone who watched the movie, I gotta be honest, I think the movie would still work if we allowed the movie to explore the concept of what's happening in its own natural pacing. I would be okay if we didn't understand the meaning of what Spawn was until the moment, until after he came back from the dead and the clown reminds him. I think that would be fine. You, do, you don't need this part here at the beginning where you're like, this is the mythology of the Spawn, who is a soldier from hell, destined to lead the armies against heaven. So it's like that that could have just that could have happened in the scene with the clown. I think an audience can bear with what's happening with the action and whatnot to that moment. It's just very, very clunkily written. That being said, it is a better movie than Steel. For starters, the action is better than Steel. The acting is better than Steel. Uh, and even with that clunky exposition, the writing is better than Steel. I don't know why I'm pitting these movies against each other. I mean, technically, they fought at the box office uh, where Spawn, Spawn destroyed Steel. Like, seriously, Steel was made on a $16 million budget, and its U.S. box office was $1.7 million. Oof. Oof. Of course, this all might be meaningless because the following year in 1998, New Line Cinemas, who also made Spawn, would release the first Blade movie starring Wesley Snipes. And this movie is 
better than both of these movies put together. Not only that, but Spawn has to... Spawn, of course, is going to bear comparison, not just for being a black superhero in a similar time frame, but also because they're both supernatural superheroes. And in every way, even dated CGI, which Blade also has, uh, is, is better than, than Spawn. To be fair, though, Blade is one of genuinely one of the great comic book movies of the 90s. Com expecting Spawn to compete with it would be unfair. I mean, seriously, Blade is great. Blade 2 is also great, but that happened in the two that happened post Matrix. Blade, in many ways, beat the Matrix to the punch on a number of elements karate kicking people to death, slow motion bullet time. Blade had all of these things. Oh, and people in black coats. Blade had all these things. Black coats and sunglasses. Blade is genuinely one of the great superhero movies. And yes, it's vampire themed. So even if you don't like superheroes, but you like vampires, you'll probably still enjoy it. It's not that hard to ignore that Blade is technically a comic book superhero. But this is just three black superhero movies that beat Black Panther very much to the punch. In fact, one has to wonder, when there were two successful Blade movies with a total of three Blade movies, two of which are genuinely great, and one of which is eh, eh, is eh. Although, still better than Spawn, which is the movie I came here to talk to you about today, because I did rewatch Spawn recently. I've been meaning to reevaluate it for some time. I had had it on my list as being a three and a half star movie. And having watched it again, I don't know why I gave it that high of a score. Uh, don't get me wrong. I actually kind of enjoyed this movie, even though, like I said, the CGI has aged incredibly badly. Some parts are significantly worse than others. I'm going to give credit to spawn for it being the first use of the CGI cape, which we now just use as a very basic practical effect in superhero movies without even thinking about it. But when Spawn did it, it was for glorious effect. Now that also has, you can still tell it's CGI, but it is probably the best looking effect in the movie. I also enjoy that ultimately on a themes level, Spawn becomes an anti-revenge movie. I kind of like the idea that the superhero's goal is that the, the thing that is pulling him towards dooming the world is his quest for vengeance. And the only way to save the world is to let go of his drive for vengeance. That's kind of a cool idea for a superhero to movie story, you know? I can dig that. That's kind of cool. What else does Spawn have going for it? Uh... Like I said, the action is decent, although there is genuinely nothing groundbreaking action-wise in the film. Uh, it definitely is a pre-Matrix action movie. And like I said, Blade puts it to shame the very next year. When did Blade come out? How far away from this release was it? Because I, I do think it's interesting how close together these movies seem to have, <clears throat> seem to have come out. 
God damn it, I don't want the new blade that hasn't come out yet. I want the original blade. Okay, well, Blade came out almost a complete year later. August 21st, 1998. And uh, it... It didn't actually make as much money at the box office as Spawn. Although I think it may have had a better international... international thing. I may have made more money overseas. Huh. It was just slightly higher budget than uh, than Spawn. Oh, was that an international box office I read you for Spawn's money? Oh, yeah, because the interna- internationally, Blade made more money than Spawn. Okay. But Blade is... I definitely got to recommend Blade to you, unless unless you hate, you know, uh, a lot of blood in your movies. It, it, is, it is R-rated. But, you know, it's also, you know, a vampire movie, so the blood's not inappropriate. Blade is also kind of the movie that that any uh, vampire movies worth their salt have been taking their cues from for the last few decades, too. I keep meaning to talk to you about Spawn, the movie I rewatched, but I keep coming back to Blade. And it start like... Am I a racist? Does this make me a racist? That I keep coming back to these? Because I could also compare Spawn to Hellboy. I could compare it to that movie. Uh, the original two Hellboys, which it does... It does not compare favorably to the, to those Hellboys either. I could compare it to the Ghost Rider movie. No, no, it doesn't even compare favorably to the Ghost Rider movie. Uh, it's better than the second Ghost Rider movie, although the, ghost, the second Ghost Rider movie does feature Ghost Rider peeing fire, and I, I just can't argue with that. Back to Spawn. <clears throat> On its own merits... On its own merits, I'm going to be honest. I think that I, the reason I probably had my score at three and a half stars for this movie originally, even though scores are inherently arbitrary and mean nothing, they're just people trying to create some type of calculation for their feelings, which is, like I said before, arbitrary. Not their feelings, but the number system. In terms of that, uh, I think it's because a major problem that Spawn just suffers from is the aging process. Was it clunky with a hideous soundtrack when it first came out? Technically, yes. But visually, at the time, we didn't know any better. I mean, Blade is only a year older and it looks significantly better. And visually, it can't even begin to stand up to movies that would come out later, like The Matrix or Hellboy. Oh, actually, there's a positive I'll give you for Spawn. The practical effects are pretty freaking good. Um, like I said, John Leguizamo's costume, that's all practical effects, and it's impressive. And Spawn himself, while there are moments in the movie where his, his costume is CGI, there are there is a practical effects full version of his costume and it looks bitchin like it 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 does look bitchin it's very cool that they did it with practical effects and not just the cgi shit that's been popularized by robert downey jr really robert you feel better walking around the set in pajamas anyways 
So I'm going to give, I got to give Spawn that. The practical effects in the movie aged better significantly than the CGI effects. Oof. But I mean, that makes sense. Right? Another fun thing about Spawn is that Spawn's a pretty intersectional superhero. He's black, he's disfigured because he's a burn victim, and he's homeless. He's got, so he's got some interesting sec, uh, intersectionality things going on there. I really want to like Spawn more than I do. That's the thing here. I'm just grasping at straws to justify liking it more. But on every objective level, it is a movie that is clunky. It has a, a lot of the music is like, I, I, I kind of enjoy heavy metal, but like, honestly, this is not good. Not good music. Not good. But at the end of the day, I don't know if I could really recommend Spawn to too many people. Unless you want to look at it as a, as a novelty from comic book history. The, av the average comic book square is probably fine walking away from this movie. Like I said, you'd be better off watching Blade or for, or for similar hell-related themes, Hellboy. Is it, better than, is it better than the more recent Hellboy with uh, David Harbour? That's, that's actually a tough question. Let's see here. They both got shitty CGI. Uh, they both got, you have a lot of gross-out humor. Hellboy does have the over-the-top deaths. So there is there is that going for the Hellboy reboot. You know, I'm, I'm going to give this one to Spawn, actually. There, we did it. We found a supernatural superhero movie that Spawn is better than. Hellboy the reboot, which I don't hate as a movie either. And I... No, I'd have to rewatch that movie. The point is... The point is... Should you watch Spawn? Is Spawn worth your time? And the honest answer is, I don't know. If you like bad movies, then maybe. Although it's not the worst. It's the crow is better too. God, God damn it. If, you, if you're looking to specifically capitalize on angsty supernatural superhero movies then then yeah it, it it would be worth watching just to see where it lines up with the other angsty supernatural superhero movies i'll give you that if that sounds like your cup of tea then hell yeah get to watching some spawn but if you prefer more mainstream superheroing and you like movies to look good uh, you can probably hit the snooze on Spawn. Or if you think it... Uh, so, I guess that's, that's all I have to say about Spawn. It's not the worst superhero movie from the 90s, but it's not the best. Oh, oh 
oh, I just realized it came out the same year as the worst. It's one of the worst ones. Came out the same year as Batman and Robin. It's way better than Batman and Robin. I'll tell you that right now. Like, Spawn kicks Batman and Robin's ass. That movie is also ugly, but for completely different reasons. Mostly it's the hideous color choices. Oh, it, and Batman and Robin came out in June 20th. So they were nowhere near each other at the box office. Not really. They were a couple months between. But I would still have recommended Spawn over Batman and Robin. Like I said, I kind of like Spawn. But I don't know if it's good. But I do like the, I like the ending. So I, I, I keep thinking I've run out of things to say about Spawn, then I find more things. Okay, so the ending of the movie, and I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I will say Spawn is kind of who we have to blame. Like Spawn did in its, in its final act predict where superhero movies were kind of going, where there's like a final battle between the superhero and some kind of out of control CGI monstrosity. Uh, some giant CGI monstrosity monster. Like, it, it did predict that. The movie does have that in the third act. But, like, the overall, the overall themes of the movie, even though they're attached to really ridiculous comic book melodrama, sets up an interesting dichotomy because in the movie, Martin Sheen's character gets a bomb stuck to his heart. And Sim Al Simmons wants to kill him because he took him away from his family. And now it's been five, he's been dead five years and his wife has moved on and, uh, and, and married his, his best friend when he was alive. And Martin and uh, Malbolgia and, and the Violator tricked Martin Sheen's character into putting a, a bomb trigger on his heart, like a pacemaker that measures his heart. And if it goes off, It'll, if his heart stops, it'll trigger this deadly nerve gas all over the world. And essentially, the devil and the violator are setting Spawn up to kill this guy and start the apocalypse. And Spawn really does want to kill this guy, you know, for murdering him and taking him away from his family. But at the end of the movie, Spawn has to use his nearly infinite powers <laughs> to find another way to deal with it besides killing Martin Sheen's character. Much to... <clears throat> and I think that that is a worthwhile final moment in a superhero movie, okay? This is the best thing about Spawn. Spawn is an anti-revenge movie. There you go. That, there, there it is. That's how I would describe Spawn most positively. Spawn is an anti-revenge movie. By the end of the movie, he hasn't even he doesn't even get that revenge. He he doesn't murder the dude. I mean, maybe I'm giving it away. Maybe I'm spoiling it, although I didn't really recommend you watch it anyways. But I think that's a noteworthy ending in a superhero movie. You know what I'm saying? If you enjoyed what you've listened here to here, please like and subscribe and share wherever you're listening to this 
if you are not already following me on Spotify, please do that. If you are not already subscribed on YouTube, please do that as well. Ruben Uncut. Also, feel free to email the show at rubenuncut at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>